cardboard box washed up on the beach. Holy fish paste! It's Bazzi. Cleveland! This is for you! I just be looking back and I'll be like... Hello, everybody. She's Ema. And he's Bozzy. And this is the official Bozcast. Um, first off, thank you guys for joining us and being patient with us. I know it's been a minute since we've done a podcast. Um, there's just been a lot going on. A lot for me at work. Um, and then for you at work, too. We don't really get a chance to like powwow like we like we like to. Right. Um, but what what have we missed? Um, so you never really... We talked about your birthday coming up, but your birthday hadn't happened yet. So right, right. how was your birthday? Oh, okay. So, yeah, on my birthday, um, let me see. I was a little sick. Uh, the baby had got sick, so I guess whatever he had, I caught on whatever. Um, so on my actual birthday, I was feeling a little better, but I still could feel, like, pressure in my head. But I did have, like, a overall, like, good birthday. That's good. Uh, so yeah, I went shopping, uh, got some new outfits, uh, got some great deals on some makeup. Um, let's see, I went out for breakfast. I remember why I don't remember your birthday. Why? Because what was supposed to happen on your birthday turned into a bit of drama. Oh yeah. We don't gotta talk <laughs> about the drama, but whatever. No, yeah, it started off cool. The middle was shaky, and by the end of the night, it was fine. Right. So, yeah, I went and got breakfast, came back, a little drama. We were cool, but uh, uh, let's see. Went back out. You got me some stuff from the mall. Oh, no. So, I bought her something for her birthday, but the one thing I bought her was too little, and the other thing I bought her was too big, so we went to the mall to go exchange them. Um so I've been bought her. I'm, I think I told you guys, like, I bought them, like, a month and a half before her birthday. So mm-hmm. there was, I don't know, like, I already bought it. Like, it, it is what it is. So when But I got it that day, so. Yeah, yeah. But she, um, but when I gave it to her, we found out it was too small and too big. So we just got it. We went to the mall and just exchanged it that day. So it is what it is. It was cool, though. Yeah. And yeah. then you celebrated your birthday for, like, two weeks straight. <laughs> like... <laughs> I know. I went to the nail salon, got my nails done, so that felt like relaxing. Um, and then that next weekend, I went out to Cleveland with my sister friend and her cousin and her best friend, and um, we stayed at a hotel and we went out to eat, and we went like all around downtown Cleveland. Went to the flats, and it was fun. That's tight. Um, yeah, I'm, I've been trash. I've just been working. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been working. It, it's, for me, like, I've been kind of, and we'll kind of get into all of this, all of this stuff, because I think the theme of this particular episode is, is going to be, 
I don't know. I just got been having a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And at work, it's just been it's been getting hectic. It's been getting crazy and in a, in like a, like a crazy way. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those types of people that I just know that I'm great, right? Like I know I'm good at anything I put my mind to. I know I'll be great at it. Right. And at work, it's just been a lot of different hurdles that have been coming up where I'm not great and it's irritating. Like I'm not getting to where I need to be because I believe like, all right, I'm trying to get another promotion. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to get another one. I'm trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? And um it's just not working. Like everything I'm trying is like not working. You know what I mean? Is it mainly because you depend on people to like get your numbers up? I mean, yeah, you, you gotta depend on the people, but I, I have a boss where um he doesn't care about that. Like <laughs> not not in a bad way, like it, no excuses. Like, yeah, yeah. If you if your people aren't performing the way you want them to perform, then it's something, something you're you doing, doing right, yeah. or there's something that you're you can do that you're not doing, or what can you do to get the people to do what you need them to do? Like those are the types of th- that's how my boss is, which mm-hmm. I respect that. It, it puts it puts the onus on you, right? And um, so I'm trying to figure out like what can I do w- with this? Like how can I make this better? And I just can't figure it out. And um, you know. It makes me feel like everything, like all my people on my team are just trash because mm-hmm. the the number of the whole team isn't good. Right. But then, like, when I take a step back, I'm like, oh, it's only like one or two issues on mm-hmm. the team. Like, I just got to address these couple people. Right. And if I address these couple people, everything else will work out. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've been kind of str- like battling with that. But it just just the the hours and stuff that I've been needing to work, you know, these past couple of weeks have just made it really hard to do the podcast. And just just being frank, you know right. what I'm saying? It's been really, really difficult to do the podcast. But we're back. Everything's good. Here to stay. <laughs> uh for the most part. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the podcast is here to stay. But um, yeah, everything everything's good. The schedule might be a little up in the air, but we're gonna make sure that we stay consistent. And we're trying to do new things as well. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. The, the the goal is to the goal is to just be authentic and and give a voice to those that don't necessarily have one and um or those that don't get like an opportunity right anywhere else and and not only that but I think it's important for people to hear the opinions of people that aren't necessarily popular opinions mm-hmm. and um that's why I want to do what, what we do and and I and when I hear I don't know I I feel like my takes are unique and I feel like nothing I do kind of goes with the tribe I'm supposed to associate with. Like I'm black, but I don't fully agree with all the black, all of the things that, that are involved in the black plight. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a Christian, but I don't really subscribe to all of the things that Christians do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm American, but I don't really subscribe to all the things America does. So I just feel like since I have those types of opinions, I'm sure that there's other people that do as well. Right. So I want to make sure that that we're here to, I don't know, to to make people feel like, oh, I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to argue, like we can argue. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's important. Dialogue is so necessary. Dialogue is is one of those things that it's like I, I, I said it in a podcast previously. I just think disagreement is a lost art and and people people go p- 
people feel like everyone needs to be on their side and be on their team, but it's not necessary for mm-hmm. everybody to be on your team. There, discourse needs to happen. Right. So, you know, that that's why we're going to continue to do what we do. Um, and yeah, that that's that. So, I mean, I'm I'm just going to get I'm just going to get right to it. So, one of the things that we were actually and we're just going to flat out just I feel like we're going to actually talk about it. So, spoiler alert on the whole thing. <laughs> I, if you haven't seen Black Panther yet, do not listen. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, just save this podcast, you know, this episode for for later mm-hmm. or whatever. But um if if you have seen it, like I want to kind of indulge on it, and I don't want to necessarily just talk about the movie. I want to talk about the feelings mm-hmm. that I had during the movie because it's fresh. We just seen it yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and we'll just kind of go through our day. Yeah, let's let's do that. So, um, Ema set up. Uh, uh, we had to do our taxes. Ema set up Late. the appointment. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh. Ema set up the appointment, and then she woke me up. At like, um, and you could jump in here if ever there's something that you want to make sure is right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just take over the whole conversation. Yeah. But um, but we did our taxes or whatever, and and you know it is what it is. Like, whatever you have to do them. Mm-hmm. So we we got them done or whatever, and then I'm like, okay, well, do you want to go get something to eat? It's early. Like we got done at like ten, and then she goes, um let's go to chick-fil-a i'm like where's their chick-fil-a and it's basically like all the way across town (laughs) so i'm like all right i can't think of anything else better to do so let's go get some chick-fil-a right so we we go get some and i don't really know where it's at (laughs) like i i know where it's at but i don't know where it's at so we go toward where it is and then it's like in the same kind of plaza as a as a movie theater as a regal Mm mm-hmm so I'm like, let's see what's playing over there. Like, so I'm like, I know Black Panther is there, right? So I'm like, let me go inside and see what the what the times look like. So I look at the times, mind you, we pull up to the theater at 10:35. So I go in there and I look, and it says that the the show was 10:30. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is it. I was like, this might be <laughs> the time moment. or whatever. And I asked her, I'm like, does it start at 10:30 or like the preview start at 10:30? She was like, no, 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 like the the preview start at 10 30 so mm-hmm. it probably won't start until like 10 45 10 right so i'm like okay so i'm thinking i go back to uh to ema and i'm like all right so let's go watch the movie she's like so we're not gonna get chick-fil-a i'm like the movie's starting right now it's now <laughs> or never like we can figure something out we'll eat food in there huge mistake um. but uh <laughs> but um anyway so that's what we did and we uh we got our tickets got our popcorn which was phenomenal um, I almost want to go for breakfast. B- That's what we have for breakfast first thing in the morning. A big old bucket of <laughs> butter popcorn. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, and pretzel <laughs> bites. Pretzel with some fake cheese. The cheese was pretty fake, and, and a Nathan's hot dog, which you ate most of. I did because the baby didn't want it. We got it for him. I got the pretzels for you, so I'm like, I'll eat the half, the first half, and then this dude gonna take a bite out of it and spit then spit the, the hot dog out, out and then eat all the bread and like, then ask for it again later. Like yeah, I was like, no, no it's we gone. Didn't get that. That's disgusting. <laughs> but um, so we did go to see that, and um, what are your thoughts on on the movie? On the, in movie in general. In general, I really enjoyed watching it, and um. How do I say, like, you said before, like, you don't like to 
go on based up like what everybody else is saying oh like it's like the most amazing thing because like the entire cast is like mainly black or whatever right so um yeah i went in with an open mind and like i really did enjoy like every bit of the movie like okay so what was your like impression of it like Start to finish, like how how were your emotions on on in the like how did you feel about it as it started to when it ended? Okay, well as we were talking a little bit yesterday or whatever, like you were saying like you didn't know whose side to be on, right? And I felt like that too. What the the white guy with the that weird little arm, uh, claw? Yeah, yeah, like I really didn't know how to feel about him. I just really don't like. He was him. a weirdo. Yeah, but between um. Like the Black Panther and his brother or whatever. Cousin. Or cousin. Yeah, well. Like, of course, I was, like, on the Black Panther side because I know that he wanted to do what was right. Although he was not completely sure what he, like, if he was even sure that he could take on the job or whatever. But then, like, I could feel for his cousin or whatever because of his situation of his father being killed by. Right. Like his dad, so I mean, look, we we can say what happened. If you no, haven't seen it by now, because we I were late like... <laughs> to the party, we were late to the party. But if you haven't seen it by now, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, like that's why I said, don't listen to this episode if you haven't seen it by now. But um, yeah. So yeah, keep going. I know. Well, yeah. Like I, I was able to, like, feel both sides, and like I said, although I didn't like agree with like how the cousin was taking it. Because I feel like even though, like, you go through things in life, you shouldn't have to act in a way, like, showing, like, hate or anger or in that manner or whatever. He's just going on a freaking killing spree just because, like. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, I can understand, once again, like, where he's coming from. Um, But, like, it made me happy when I saw that the Black Panther recognized that even his own family did wrong. Like, they didn't do the right thing. So, I know I'm not explaining right. No, it was you just did. so much. No, no, that. you're explaining it perfect. No, because for me, for me, there was so many different layers in this movie. There was biblical um, undertones. There were racial overtones, like, and just the fir- first thing when I first when the first the movie first came on, I you know. I, I was watching it and I and the the warriors or the the guards the guardians of the of the con, the, con, the not the continent but the country of Wakanda were women. Mm-hmm. And it didn't hit me until about 10 minutes into them being having these spears and stuff like the women were protecting the city. Right. And or the con, the country and it hit me I'm just like wow. But that's real though mm-hmm. because women have always done that women have always like even in the bible you know what i mean like was it ruth not ruth um not israel who was the prostitute ah esther it's not i don't think it was esther anyway like I i feel like it part of it was ruth but anyway like it's important to to see that women have always been that because what happens in war and it just We'll talk about life, right? What happens in war is that the men go off to war. What do the women do? They got to step up, right? Because the men are off at war. The men are doing X or men are doing Y or Z. And and just to see the women just being 
fierce and strong. Like, mm-hmm. it was, to me, it was fine. But I was thinking of, like, for me, it didn't hit me because right. that's normal to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, like, I don't, I don't, I don't see color. No. <laughs> no, for me, for real, like, it's, it's, I, we're going to have to take a step back. We have to take a step back because with Black Panther, I think what people were so amazed at, and and I and it didn't hit me until I saw like a Jimmy Jimmy Fallon interview. It was like when um, Chadwick Boseman was behind the 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 poster for Black Panther, and mm-hmm. people were talking to the poster, and then they didn't know he was behind the curtain, mm-hmm. and then he came out. Black people were so emotional about it because they hadn't because they hadn't seen themselves in such a powerful role. Right. And so many people too, like, and it, there was two white people in the movie, like, and 18 Koreans. And that was it. It was 4 billion (laughs) freaking black people in this movie. And, um, I realized that for me, I already feel that way. Like Mm -hmm. I feel that great. Like I don't feel limits. And it's not because they're not there. It's because I refuse to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's me. And that's why when when black people say, oh, well, we couldn't do this because it is. Like, at my job, I'm not no token. Like, I'm, I'm not no black, white boy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can, I speak proper, like, I speak clearly, but I'm not no... I'm not no coon. I'm not none of that. Like, I couldn't be, right? right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't like to say I'm woke. I, as we just watched that Marlon Wayans <laughs> special. I'm woke-ish, right? Like, I'm I'm rested. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm awake, but I'm rested. Right. And um, I just, I still get those opportunities. I got to work hard as hell for those opportunities, mm-hmm. but I still get the opportunities, right? Right. And it's not because I and better than anybody else it's i think it's because i don't give myself those limits mm-hmm. because that's what they've given us and they we can, it's not really white people that's given it to us white people started it right the, the europeans started it right. but i don't think the white people now are perpetuating that like we don't see the white people that are really perpetuating that right they're they're too they're too high up right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but I don't feel those limits, partly because how I was raised. My dad was, he refused to have, he'll kick a door in, don't care what people think about him. And my mom will do it from the back end, more like a spy. Like, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to take the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so it, it's, it's, it, it goes both ways, but that's just how I was raised. I, I wasn't raised with limits. Mm-hmm. So to see all of these limitless things in this movie, for me, it didn't it didn't shake me. But I took myself out of my my shoes and I put myself in everyone else's shoes, all mm-hmm. the other black people's shoes. And I was like, whoa. Women, empo- not just empower, because they weren't like, the, it was the queen, obviously, but these warrior women, like that woman, she was a bad chick. Yeah. The girl, I don't know, I can't remember her name. With The chick with the spear, she was bad. Yeah. Like she was she threw a spear, threw like threw somebody car, it made the car stop. Like she was, she was cold. Like yeah. <laughs> she was cold. So like, and I just remember thinking like, dang, she is she is cold. And then when I thought that thought, I was like, she, wow, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the women in this movie had just such a prominent role, but it was natural. It wasn't forcing no women's equality thing. Right. It was like this. You shouldn't be shocked that women are good at stuff. They're strong, like strong, <laughs> you know mentally strong. Like <laughs> you know how I feel about women. I, I I say it to women at my job all the time, but I just feel like women are superheroes. Like you know, you you first off, you take a beating once a month. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. for a week, basically just a beat like a a physical beating and you take care of your kids you take care of you know you go to work you do all these things like women in their most like natural form Mm -hmm. are superheroes like that's superheroes right so and and then to know that it's coming every month anyway (laughs) it is what it is don't even remind me no but it's (laughs) but it's one of those things where women in general are superheroes. So to see women, that's the, and I've said that for months. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I tell people that all the time, mm-hmm. right? So to see women being super and being heroes, mm-hmm. uh, it just made me like, all right, like this is normal for me, but I had to take myself out and 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 be how and, and see what my other black brothers or sisters might feel right? right how did you feel about the women being in power in this movie no to me that was cool to see because you don't normally don't get to see like a bunch of black women just sticking together to protect Ooh, that's a word no because that's what i'm saying like there's a lot of racial undertones right mm-hmm. So you just said it, and it's not to—it's not an indictment on black women, but you don't see a lot of black women sticking together because they try to put you against each other. Yeah. Oh, you look cute, but you don't look like her because she light-skinned. Well, she got good hair. It was like they, they stripped them of that, and they just made them warriors. Because that's not important. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? None of that stuff is important. Mm-hmm. You just said it, and I don't even think you meant to say it that way. But to see women in general, but especially women of color, just sticking together— right. And and just making it happen and being the the real lifeblood of this movie, mm-hmm. it really was the women. No, oh, yeah. It really was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was it was the women and all of the things that they were doing. They really held it down. Right. So yeah, like what else about the the women in power? Women in power. No, I was thinking too. Um, I seen like a little video of. I think this lady was on a live, and she. Is very, I say, spiritual. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess she was trying to, like, meditate or something, and her sons got into, like, a little fight or something. And then, you know, like, in mo- most cases, like, she was black. But she was, like, um, instead of just, like, screaming, like, hey, like, cut it out or this and that or whatever. Like, she was speaking to them in such a way, like, she was like, guys, come over here. And then they came or whatever. And then she was like, um, what's going on over there? And then they were saying, like, they were fighting or something. And one was going to step on the brother or whatever because he was in the way. He wouldn't move. And then she was like, wait, so you're trying to tell me that you were going to cause him bodily harm? And then he was trying to prove his case. Like, no, mom, like, I'm just saying he was in the way. Like, like I'm just saying, like, since he was in the way, I was going to step on him because he's in the way. Right. And she was like, but did you say it like that? And he was like, no, like I said, I was going to step on you. And then she was like, we don't talk to uh, one another in that, in that matter. But, like, the way she was speaking, it was like, <laughs> like, she was on a whole different level. Right. And, like, um, she was like, like, you're your brother's keeper or whatever. 
and you need to protect him. We, like we don't, we're supposed to look out for one another, not harm each other. And then the boy that I guess that was on the floor, um, she was telling him, she was like, "You're over here complaining, and if you know you're in the in, in harm's way, remove yourself." Mm-hmm. Like so, basically, like he didn't have no excuse. Like he could have just moved out the way. Right. And then she was saying, um, she was talking about how they need to like look out for one another, and like how black people need to look out for one another. And how she, being the mom or whatever, has to look out for them. And she called them, like, kings because they're kings or whatever. Right. And she was like, oh, because if um, me as a queen am not looking out for my kings, once I move out the way or whatever, like, in a a game of chess, that's checkmate. Like, you guys lose. Yeah. No, like. (laughs) That's a word. No, seriously. I was looking at this video. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I'm telling you, she was speaking in such a way, like, so calm. And she just spoke so well. Right. And, like, she did not get worked up or anything like that. And, like, her sons, like, really understood what she was saying. And, like, I'm like, man, like. But that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. That's what this movie for That's what this movie did for me. And so. We how long have we been talking for twenty five minutes and we still talking about for me in my head I'm still picturing the first scene where where um you know I can't remember Chikala I can't remember I can't remember the names I can't remember the names <laughs> I remember how it's spelled T apostrophe C H A L L A Tashala Tashala um how can I remember the spelling but not the pronunciation Tashala. Um, when he got off the plane and his sister was there and, and, and all the women were just lined up, the warriors were just lined up. I, that was one of the most powerful scenes for me. And I don't know why it was just seeing, like I was watching, I'm like, wow, this is dope. Then I realized like then my eyes were open. I'm like, what? It was nothing but women protecting this country. Mm -hmm. Wild, wild. And then the next powerful scene is one of the last ones. Where, where the uh, where the where the 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 dude from Get Out, mm-hmm. he he was like, I can't remember what he said, but the uh, the woman, his wife, the the main warrior, mm-hmm. right? He was like, you would you kill me for this or whatever, or would you do this for this or whatever? And she was like, Nah, I wouldn't. I but I would I would kill you for Wakanda or something like that. Yeah. Like I'll kill you for the good of the the, the betterment of the mind, people yeah. I will yeah. and he said okay he bowed down yeah because that's what and look I, I believe biblically the man is there as a protector I believe that the man is there um for a lot of different reasons I, I believe that there is a hierarchy I believe that I believe that as in a, as a unit you 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 do things together mm-hmm. but I feel like the man needs to make the final say. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that women don't get the final say, because in our relationship, we might go back and forth about something. Not in an argument, but like, I think we should do this. Well, I think this would be the better thing. Well, we got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So when we're going back and forth and we're indecisive, I believe it's the man's job to make the decision. Yeah. Perfect example. What do you want to eat? Right. Well, I don't, I don't know. Okay, let's go. Let's go here, <laughs> right? Like that's, that's always what the thing. that's. That, <laughs> I never know. But it looks. It, it sounds stupid, and we and we joke about it, and it's a meme, right? Mm-hmm. Women don't know how to decide what they want to eat, but it's it's sort of true because women are thinking of the pros and the cons of everything, and men aren't thinking that deep on any situation. Mm-hmm. So a man is more likely to make a risky decision. Right. A man is more likely to be a gambler. 
It's just a fact. There's not that many. If you go to the casino, there's not that many women playing at the table mm -hmm. because women aren't willing to make the risky decision. Women aren't willing to 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 go all in as much as men are. Mm -hmm. Women think things through. They're a little bit more tactful, right? Men are the are the deciding factors of things and a lot of things. That's that's why I think. And I just came up with that just now. Mm -hmm. I think that's why the man gets the final decision. Right. Not saying that the woman doesn't get a say, but the woman will the woman will be like, okay, we could do this and this will happen, or this could happen, and then we could do this and this is the pro and this is the con. It's like we give the options and show like all the little outcomes, and then and then I like, go, okay, okay, the color's right based on what you said. Yeah, this, this is, is what, what we need be. to. Yeah, and I and I think that's why it's important to 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 know i think that's why the bible has those dynamics that's my personal opinion i'm just throwing it out there mm -hmm. but women in history have been the glue the reason yeah. the scale the balance right and and in this movie it was clear it was the same thing because the men are going we need to fight and then the women are almost like but why right so mm -hmm. the men are just fighting and then the woman goes for wakanda yeah. That's the that's what we're doing. Then the man goes, That's a good point. I quit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's it's the dynamic. There's there's pros of being a man and cons of being a man and vice versa for the woman, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's the it's this whole dynamic. Now, I wanna talk about how cool the movie was, but I think what the movie said to me was just dope. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm not gonna lie. Um mm -hmm. Michael B. Jordan's first scene was weak. It just it felt forced. The first scene where he was like, what's this one? Talk, tell me about this. <laughs> he was like, how about this one? Tell me about this artifact. Well, this is from here. Like, oh, cool, cool. What about this one? She was like, oh, well, this is from a British whatever. It's like, nah. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> nah, this is from Wakanda. This is, this is vibranium from Wakanda. <laughs> And then she was like, what? I think you need to leave. She's like, nah, you over here looking at me, but you ain't even focused on what's in your drink. And like, she was just like, what? And then she just died because <laughs> she drank poison. Like, that first scene was weak. But as the movie went on and, and you, like, man, Killmonger was a bad dude, man. man. And in general, if you haven't seen the movie, I really encourage you watch it because, like I said, there's biblical undertones where you know there's re resurrection and stuff like that mm -hmm. you know there's there's all there's all sorts of things like that i don't know if you noticed it was a it was a heavy like undertone of like baptism i don't know if you noticed that like but baptism was a part of it almost like when they would bury and then come back up that mm -hmm. was almost like being reborn i don't know if you realized that and you were reborn a king mm -hmm. so i don't know a little little Things like that, but um, the the main thing I saw was like Malcolm versus Martin, and this is why I want to talk about this. And then we're gonna get in because I this whole don't look at the time, is it? <laughs> no, okay. But um, but <clears throat> there's the whole theme of this podcast. I'm just gonna say one of the things that I've noticed in life for me is that I've been, lately, because mm -hmm. we talked about work, right, in the mm -hmm. beginning, and we're talking about this movie now, and I just want you guys to be cognizant of doing good things, expecting great results. Right. And 
doing great things, expecting great results. There's a difference, right? right. So I just kind of want to go into this and then we'll go into what I want to talk about because mm-hmm. it all ties together. So obviously Killmonger was Malcolm X, mm-hmm. right? He didn't care how he got his freedom. Not only did he not care how he got his freedom, he they they made it so it's like you are this powerful African nation. You have people that look like you all around the world right. that are hurting. And you have this this tool, this this mineral vibranium that can set us all free. Right. And you just sitting on it. And then he went and Black Panther goes, but that's these are my people. I gotta look out for my people. Mm-hmm. And he was like, We're all your people. Right. So it was like, I understood both. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta look out for home first. No, because then there's always people that are gonna wanna still use whatever for evil. Like right. money is what we all could like split evenly and all live comfortably. Like it's but a fact. no, like that's not There's how always it is. gonna be one person that needs to be the billionaire. They wanna be better. They it's wanna, be better. wanna be better, yeah. That's why I always say communism is the best government if it worked. Because communism basically says we commu oh, I'm trying like community. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy because we've had it implanted in our brains. Communism, communism, community. Yeah. If if I go to I remember, I'll never forget. I think I saw the story before. I'll never forget. I was in seventh grade. And I was like, if we're going to work to make money to pay our bills, why can't we just cut out the middleman and then just go to work and our bills be paid? Right? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, so like if like you've worked, so you get a stipe, like you can just be like, "Oh, I've been working all week. This is my I this is my thing saying mm-hmm. I worked all 40 hours this week. I need to buy food." And they should be like, "Yeah, you did your part. Mm-hmm. You can buy food." Right. And I'm a factory worker, right? And then my friend is a farmer and he makes the food. Mm-hmm. And we all just look out for the community. Yeah. Communism. Yeah. The problem is there's always going to be somebody that wants to have more than everyone else. It's so annoying. So when I when I brought that to my teacher, he was like, yeah, that's a great idea, except for that's communism. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, I think communism. <laughs> I, was in seventh grade, I was like, I don't know, man. Communism don't sound that bad. <laughs> right? So, um, But that's that's true. Like what you just said, mm-hmm. like we could all just eat and, and be cool forever but it's always gonna be one person that that wants everything right and Killmonger wasn't that person I want to be clear he was not the person that wanted everything Mm -hmm. he was the person that wanted to free everybody but then here's the flip he wanted to he wanted to be the colonizers like he wanted to be like nah it's gonna gonna be a new world starting this is what we're doing and instead of white people being on top black people about to be on top and that's it and we gonna get revenge no. no. <laughs> so that's that was the dynamic. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I felt them. Yeah. I felt them. The whole movie, I was kind of feeling them. <laughs> like, I was feeling them the whole movie, it, all the way up until the end. Like, I didn't like the means by which he did it. Mm-hmm. But if you want freedom, who cares about the means by which you do it? Right. Malcolm X, by any means necessary, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had... Malcolm or T'Challa talking about nah but if we give our this valuable mineral to the world they're gonna abuse it which is a fact right 
And then Killmonger is basically like, but it doesn't matter. I don't care. Like I'm trying to get us up. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to elevate us. So it was a it was a crazy dynamic. Like I can't tell you which side I'm on. Because it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, everybody can be great, but nobody is willing to sacrifice. The reason that nation was so great is because everybody knew what they had. Nobody was better than anybody because they were built on vibranium. Right. The whole nation had it. So it was like nobody was better than anybody. They respected the the hierarchy. They respected the king. Like, Mm -hmm. it was respect. And I don't know, man, just the whole movie in general, like it just it really spoke to me. And then and then after all of that, I was like, man, this is a black ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, this is a black ass movie right here, boy. <laughs> and I just I remember thinking like, but that's not why it was great. And I'm like, I'm trying to turn off those parts of my brain. Like, was mm-hmm. this a good movie or was it just black? Yeah. And I was like, nah, it was black people at their finest. Right. It was black people at their finest. Royalty, warriors, brilliant people, tech people, geniuses, um, strongest people on the planet, biggest people on the planet, ru- most ruthless people on the planet. Like, it was all black people. Mm-hmm. And you got every taste of black people. The only thing you didn't see was black people struggling. It was like normal though that nobody like black people were struggling. Right. Like it just felt normal. It felt comfortable. It didn't feel like nobody was pushing an agenda on me because I hate that. Mm-hmm. And I and I peeped that. Yeah. I didn't feel like that. I didn't feel like they were like, oh, black is beautiful. I didn't feel like that's what they were doing when yeah. they were making that. But it it felt like magical. Mm-hmm. It felt magical. It felt like halfway through the movie while Ryan Coogler was was directing it halfway through they realized oh my god we might have just did something hold up amigos <laughs> <laughs> y'all might have just did something <laughs> I, and 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 I just think that the movie was phenomenal because of that mm-hmm. and this is the example the only thing I didn't like <laughs> the only thing but then, like, besides Michael B. Jordan's first scene, it just felt extra corny <laughs> to me. But I got it toward, like, as it went on. Like, yeah. Killmonger was kind of a... He, I feel like he was kind of supposed to be corny. Like, like he was just big and strong, but mm-hmm. he was kind of corny. Like, yeah. Like, he didn't have dope lines or nothing. Like, except for that last line. I like the last line. But we got all this technology, and they couldn't get snow? Why did that snow look so fake? Like. That snow looked so fake. Like, they were rubbing it on his face, and it just wasn't moving right. <laughs> and I was getting so irritated. Like, we've done so much with technology, and we can't make fake snow? I was annoyed by that. That was my only my only beef with the oh, whole movie. <laughs> but this, this, and it was a Marvel movie, so you know they had the budget out the wazoo. Oh, yeah. But this was my, this is my thing. They made a great movie. Yeah. They made a great movie. They did great things expecting great results. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where the, the money's at now. I know in two weeks they made $700 million worldwide. Yeah. They were the top three movies like ever. 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 <laughs> in I'm, the world. I'm, like. I'm assuming that Titanic might be one of those. I don't know. I'm just, I'm assuming. Um, the other Marvel movies... I'll be honest with you, it 
I think black people went because it was a black movie. It was a mm. black ass movie. Yeah. But I think everyone is going because they're here. It's like, oh, is this movie really that good? The movie was great. Yeah. I me, I wanted, to, I wanted to watch it again yeah. right after I watched me it. Me too. I was sad it was over. I was. Re- it was a great movie. The technology in the movie was great, and people was talking down about Black Panther. I liked that superhero. Mm-hmm. I liked the suit that he wore. Like I liked the story behind it. It's different than any other Marvel movie because right. he had to drink the serum. He had to be a part of that bloodline, but mm-hmm. he had to drink the serum to even have the strength of the Black Panther. Right. The suit was its own thing, but the suit was even, to me, that's like one of the dopest suits ever. Wait, do you think that the, like since the flowers are like from the earth or whatever, mm-hmm. and as like his dad died and like the ancestors or whatever, since it like you die, you go back to the earth and like it's within the flower. When you drink it, you get that strength. I Maybe. That's a good question. I mean, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Because you saw that the Black Panthers were in the tree, like mm-hmm. when he first went. But that's a um that kind of reminded me of the Lion King. Yeah. Not just because it was in Africa and they were cats, <laughs> but it, it reminded me of the, it reminded me of that. Like, that's life, though. Mm-hmm. When you, I, I'm, you can't really prove this, but when my dad passed away, I was I was hurting. And a couple weeks went by, and I had a dream. And in the dream, I was like, Dad, like, I knew you wasn't gone. Like, we were sitting there talking, just like me and you were sitting right here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Dad, I knew you wasn't gone. Like, man, like, I've been trying to tell everybody to stop tripping out, but you you here right now. He just was looking at me, smiling. And it felt like exactly what was happening in in Black Panther. Mm -hmm. It It felt like that. Like, he was in his perfect form. And, or the 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 form I best remember, mm-hmm. and he just was smiling at me, and he was like, uh, "What did he, what?" We were just talking. And I was just telling him all the stuff that was going on, and then I was like, "Yeah, but we gotta go." And he was like, "Chris, I can't, I can't stay, right?" And I was like, "What you mean you can't stay? Like you here? Like we we good? We good money?" And he just smiled and kind of chuckled, like, "I can't stay." And but he looked at me like I'm proud of you, you got this, but I can't stay, right? Mm-hmm. So having seen that in the movie, like that's exactly what that felt like for me. So mm-hmm. that was even kind of like a ooh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a ooh. But um, I don't know. Even that part of the movie was dope. Like it was just cool. There's a lot of parts, yeah. It's a, it was just the movie was very cohesive for me. It kept me the whole time. It made sense the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um. I don't know. I don't know. I just, it was nothing about it I didn't like, really. Um, but like I said, they did great things, expecting great results. And what did they get? Amazing results. Amazing results. No, I, I haven't heard nobody say nothing bad about this movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are people that will find something bad to say about it, but I haven't heard much bad about this movie. Yeah, it was great. And that's what made me want to see it. And most people that I know have already seen it a few times. I I probably will see it <laughs> again, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it, in theaters. Like, it was that good of a movie. And it's the first movie I've seen in theaters since Despicable Me 3. Like, we do not watch movies in theaters. Right. It's been almost a year and change since we saw Despicable Me 3 in theaters. So, maybe less than a year, but... 
I don't know. Like it was a it was a great movie, right? Mm-hmm. At work, I've been doing good things, expecting great results, and then I I've been so that's that's my plight, right? And now, what? Monique, it's been irritating me because she's delusional. She's delusional. And and the reason she's delusional, and it hit me last night when we were watching the Marlon Wayans special. Mm-hmm. It hit me last night because I know for a fact, because I, I I keep up with Marlon Wayans. I don't know why, but Marlon Wayans, he literally was like, oh, I really want to get this comedy thing down. Marlon Wayans has been touring for, for a couple years. Yeah. Touring. Tearing it up. And it showed. He he even, like, I, he's been talking about his stand-up. And I'm like, whatever. I don't know how much he got paid, mm-hmm. but if he did, whatever he got paid, he deserved it because mm-hmm. he's been putting in the work. Right. Right? I haven't seen Monique in years. Haven't seen Monique in years. And frankly, I don't know a single Monique joke. Like, I don't know any Monique jokes. Not saying that I don't like I like Monique. But when she comes out telling people to boycott something because it's it's they're like what does she say racial and gender bias yeah when two black people got money and a white woman got money like this doesn't make sense yeah like that doesn't make sense and this is my thing you've been doing nothing expecting great results Mm -hmm. nothing nobody knows who like anything that you've been doing we know who you are but we don't care ain't nobody checking for monique Ain't nobody She's checking. Been, like, f- around for so long too. So it's I like- think the Parkers just got into syndication. Like, or so, like, not. I mean, okay, they didn't just get into syndication, <laughs> but I haven't seen them on TV until like a couple months ago. So maybe she getting she getting the bag some way. But yeah. I just don't like that. I don't like that. And you know, I listen to Charlemagne the guy like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I, I listen to anything that he puts out. I listen to, and it's and it's because I started listening to Charlemagne. Because I, I disagreed with almost every single thing he said. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't like how he did things, why he did things at all. Then I started to understand him. And then I realized that he wasn't, he was always going to be the same way. Mm-hmm. When I realized that, I was like, I, I got to respect him. Right. Then he started saying things that made sense. Mm-hmm. That he was always saying things that made sense. But now that you understand him, you understand why he's saying it and from where he's coming, right? right. By the way, that was that was a note. That's how you speak. <laughs> you don't end a sentence with a preposition. Just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so when I figured that out, I'm like, I, I respect him. So she, if y'all haven't seen it, I'm sure, whatever. If y'all haven't seen it, she was on uh, The Breakfast Club because she wanted to address Charlemagne because he called her Donkey of the Day. Mm-hmm. Now, if y'all don't watch the Donkey of the Day special on the internet, he literally does this every single day. Mm-hmm. Five, there's five donkeys of the day a week, right? And she got donkey of the day because she was yelling, she was asking for a um, a boycott on Netflix because they're racial and gender biased, right? So they were given, they were gonna allow her to do a special, but not gonna pay her what she wanted to be paid. Exactly. Okay. Or what she felt she was worth, mm-hmm. which is fine. Nobody's gonna pay you what you feel you're worth. Yeah. Like I remember when I got my promotion, I looked at the number on the paper, and I'm like, speaking of that, I got it. Oh shoot. What. Dang it. I think I got it. What? I got a list of my vacation days I want to show you. <laughs> um, but 
I was looking at the paper and I'm looking at the my annual wage and I'm just like, hmm, I know I'm worth way more than this, but I proved that I'm worth way more than that. That was my thinking. That was mm-hmm. my actual thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm worth way more than this, but let me prove it. Let me prove that I'm way more than this. Let me do the work, right? A couple weeks later or a couple months later, I, I get approached with, look, this is what it is. This is what's going to be happening. Um, look, I know you've only been doing this for a couple months, but I don't care about that. Like, if you do a good enough job, you can get another promotion, mm-hmm. right? It was very vague, but it was like showing me that the opportunities were there. Right. Bang, bang. That's what I'm, I'm all for that, right? Mm-hmm. On top of that, I got vacation. So it was like there was things... There was there were other factors beside my my annual wage right. that that went into it because frankly I could make probably over ten thousand dollars more at the last job I was at, right? But it's also whatever, whatever. So you can offer me whatever you want until I prove it. Once I prove it, you got to come with the bag, and that's what Charlemagne was basically saying. For me, for for me, I don't know what's going on, with Monique. But I, I'll let you know. I mean, if she was she was offered five hundred thousand dollars from Netflix, mm-hmm. that was the offer. They didn't think that was fair. She might. I mean, people throw money around like crazy. I I can see her getting at least three million. Five hundred thousand is kind of kind of crazy, because you got to understand. Like, she does one special. She can't use that material no more. She can't do her shows no more. Right. Like traveling because. It's the same material, and it mm-hmm. takes a long time to develop those jokes and right. to get those jokes just right. And to get comfortable and yeah, yeah, and to get comfortable with those jokes and feel the crowd for when they're gonna laugh and when you jump in. Like comedy is an art, mm-hmm. so yeah, five hundred thousand is low. I and I, I really like. I, at first, I'm like, nah, ain't nobody checking for Monique. If if they put a Monique special on Netflix, people will watch. I. I don't like the way she's going about it, but I'm thinking about it. If if they put a, a, a Monique special on, on Netflix right. before all it is, people will watch. Yeah. And then Charlamagne said something that was that was very brilliant. He was like, she should have just took the deal, done the same press run, and been like, nah, they're not paying me what I need to be paid, but it's okay. Once I get through through this, um, all of my people out there, they're going to watch it. Everybody would have watched it. Yeah. Everybody would have watched it. Had she just taken the deal and then went on this press run saying, look, yeah, I mean, I took the deal because I believe in myself. And I know, I know she's saying I'm not taking the deal because I know my worth. Mm -hmm. She could have been like, look, you know, I've taken, I've taken the deal and and understandably people haven't seen me on stage in a while. You know, I haven't, they haven't seen a special of mine in a while. Um, but I took the deal and they lowballed me, but it's okay. I'm gonna show them why they. I'm gonna show them why they messed up. I'm gonna show them why they messed up. Right. And then still went on the same press run, but now she has five hundred thousand dollars in her pocket. Like she would have got the same publicity. Right. <laughs> and then five hundred thousand or yeah, five hundred thousand dollars in her in her pocket. Still a lot of money. That's Which is still money. a lot of money. Yeah. So I do I do agree that she didn't get offered as much as she needed to get but this is an example of somebody doing less than great work expecting great results right why on earth would you ever do that like you get upset because wow my body ain't how it wants to be you might be working out but you're still drinking soda 
You know what I'm saying? Like there's mm-hmm. there's 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 nuance to everything. Like you can't do good things expecting great, phenomenal results. Right. You can't dig two feet into the ground expecting to find a lump of gold. Right. It's not gonna happen. You gotta do some work, Poppy. Like you gotta get in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like for me, I just think in general, if you look at Black Panther, I just think they did a great job. It was a great showing. Great like I even was trying to find like, I mean, these these accents is fake. It was British people, American people, African people, and they all sounded like they were from one nation. Right. Like little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like they did the work. They did the little things. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's the type of stuff that that makes me happy to see because I feel like sometimes with black people, like we we put the bar, we lower the bar, mm-hmm. and we say, if y'all can get over this, it's okay. Now nah, that bar was up. That bar was high. I had from everybody talking about. It, I had high expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this movie better be great. And I and I had such. I told you, you know how you guys know how I am by now. Like <laughs> you guys know how I am by now. Right. I don't like to have high expectations. I don't like when people are saying, "Oh, this show is so good." And then I watch it, and the show is average as heck. Like, yeah. I'm cool. Like everybody, this movie's so good. This movie's so good. I watched this movie and I literally was like, I was looking at my watch, but not to see like, oh, is it almost over? Like it was to see like, oh no, it's almost over. Like, <laughs> and it was just a, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Like the baby was with us. He the gets baby to watch it. was kicking it. Like he liked the movie. <laughs> he like, was talking about it all day yesterday. But was he really? Yes. Remember we was watching Black Panther. And, nah, but he's it, he enjoyed it, and to see that many black people it, for me is regular. Mm-hmm. Because I don't look, I really don't look at color. Not that I don't see color, but I look at greatness. Right. That's me. I personally believe that black people are greater. Dang, I feel like black people have done some of the most amazing things. If I can, if I can put the races in order for mm-hmm. me, I feel black people are like just basketball players, football players, like. Stuff like that, um, sci- like not even scientists, but like um, just speakers. Right. I, the, the, my favorite speakers are, are Obama, like the most engaging speakers, mm-hmm. Chappelle. Like they're black people. And it's not because like I really don't look at color when I'm looking at skill. I'm right. looking at the skill. Right. Obama's one of the greatest speakers I've ever seen in my life. This dude can... Could, uh, so Mary uh, had a little lamp Ugh. whose uh, fleece was white as snow. Like, he, how he's engaging, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and I look at that TD Jakes, yes, phenomenal speaker. Um, and then you look at, at athletics, black people are just better. Like, it's, it's not you don't, it's nothing to be you can f- frankly see it. Like, right, right. there's no, there's no. Nobody on the planet is more athletic at 33 than LeBron James. <laughs> He's good at all. There's might there might not be anyone on the planet more athletic at his size than LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Nobody. LeBron James is a freak, like <laughs> a freak. Yeah. 
Yeah, he mastered playing basketball. He mastered <laughs> his body. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when I talk about greatness, I I would put I would say black people are number one. I'm not trying to like black people are number one at skill. Mm-hmm. I'll say Chinese people are number two <laughs> at just skill, like precision. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know anything else can go in between or whatever. But I think black people are more resourceful than any other people. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't know. I just do. I just do. I feel like I, agree. I feel like black people invented music. I don't know. I might be pushing it. <laughs> I might be pushing. It. I feel like black people invented music, drums. I there was no other. Where else would you have gotten some of this stuff? Right. Hollowed out reeds and stuff like that to play. Animal skins. Just Animal skins to make drums out of. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So. Not and this is not like a an indictment on anything, but I told y'all two months ago when we first started the year, when we did the start of the what did I say? Do you remember what I said? The name of the podcast was 2018 So Black. I think I said it's gonna be a black ass year. It's gonna be a great year for black people. You did say that, yeah. I did. I'm telling you, I am telling you it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a great year for black people. Y'all are going to see, like, look at The Shy. Phenomenal show. Yeah. Phenomenal show, right? Look at all of these different things. Like, I'm telling you, it's going to be a really black year. And it's gonna, and y'all going to see. And, every, and it, I think this is going to be the year where it's, I just want to see something good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see, like, to, I don't want to get into that. But it's going to be a black year, man. I'm telling you. And, and this shows it. So when people like Monique come out saying stuff like, "Oh, I deserve this," but you have done, you haven't done good things, so why are you even expecting great results? Right. Stop, stop it. That's like running two minutes on the treadmill. Why don't I got a six pack yet? Like, literally, think about that. If if you did that in any other part of life, you'd look stupid. I ate two chips. Why am I still hungry? Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I believe in miracles like the next man. Like, don't get me wrong. I believe in miracles. But you're going to just do regular, regular, (laughs) R-E-G-A-L-A-R stuff, expecting great results? Nah, bruh. Like, stop it. Stop it. We got to dead that this year. And that's the same. We we have to do the same things. Right. We have to do the same thing. We have to, okay, how how are we going to be better? How are we going to be better? We have to do the same types of things. So when we even do the podcast, we, we got to come with great stuff. Not right. like, I'm just going to talk about this and hopefully you guys like it. <laughs> so the wind was very... <laughs> no. Yeah, the wind blew. And nah. Nah. That's why I'm on a different spiritual wavelength. I'm, I'm just on a different level. Like, I'm not with y'all. Y'all over here still argue. That's another thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. Because we hitting on an hour so that's another thing I want to talk about before we get out of here is all of all everyone needing to and we kind of touched on I think in the beginning with Mm -hmm. tribes and stuff Mm -hmm. I'm getting so sick and tired of people saying the things that they're supposed to agree with I'm getting sick of it do I believe that First off, if you don't believe that there needs to be stricter gun laws, I think you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. 
Stricter could mean anything. You have to be 26 to get it. Like, stricter can literally mean anything. Right. But when we say stricter gun laws, you say, oh, so were you trying to take my guns away? No. No, no I literally <laughs> just said that. Like, you pr- probably are clearly a good, a, a good gun owner. Mm-hmm. But why are guns getting into the hands of people that aren't sane? Right. Like, we need to figure that out. Right. <laughs> like, and, and, if, and maybe there's not a... Maybe there's not a way to figure it out. No, because yeah, in Florida, they don't have, like, you don't have to have a license or anything. And you can purchase, like, any types of guns. Like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Literally, so much stuff happens in Florida. Like, news is always happening in Florida. This yeah. type of thing. Look, I don't think that, I don't think that making stricter gun laws will stop these things from happening. I don't think that. But some of these people that are doing these heinous acts should have never had a gun. And their track record proves it. Yeah. They should have never had a gun. Ever. And honestly, if we reform, if we do a prison reform, mm-hmm. I think a prison reform would actually fix everything. Because what we do is we put people in a box and we say, okay, we'll get, we'll let you out in three years. What has happened in those three years? Nothing. They just right. sat in a box. Right. You didn't help them. You didn't help fix them. You didn't figure out what made them tick. You're not helping crime. Right. It's a business. It's a business. You, you have all these people sitting in your box so the taxpayers will pay for it. It's one of the most lucrative businesses. In fact... If I was really up there making that amount of money, I'd probably look into buying a prison. If I'm if it's just the money, mm-hmm. I'd look into doing that. But the problem is the reform. They're not being they're not being fixed. They're not being improved. Right. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. they're you did something bad. Go sit down. And then you just don't talk to him. When I raise my son, when he does something, I tell him what he did, right? I tell him why he shouldn't have done it, why it's not good to do. Mm-hmm. And then I send him on his way. Right. After he gets punished, he'll, he'll sit sit on your bed for an hour or five minutes, whatever. <laughs> sit on your bed. Go sit down on your bed for, for five minutes. But I want to come down. Nope, you can't come downstairs. Sit. Sit on your bed. And he comes down, then I tell him, this is why you did this. This is why this is bad. I don't want, you know, there's a reform happening. Right. That doesn't happen in prison. There's a five-minute conversation with the judge. All right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm granting you bail. Um, make sure you're doing this better next time, okay? Yes, yes, Your Honor. All right. This court is adjourned. And that's it. Yeah. That's not good enough. There has to be programs in prison. Well, I think there are some programs that do have Some, but there, there's too many. There's It's too easy to get to jail. There should be, like, a requirement that you'd have to. I feel like there's people that are like, okay, I want to change my life. Like, they're making a, the decision to take that step. Which is fine, but I feel like everybody should have to go through something and be able to sit in a place where they can be open and talk or get counseling or whatever. I'm, I'm going to tell you why it won't be fixed, and I, and I feel bad for even saying this, but go back to Black Panther. Ooh, this podcast is flowing. I like this episode. We're flowing. Bring it back to Black Panther, because we talked about this yesterday after we saw the movie. And Killmonger, he had an anger in him. Because his father was killed. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to be closer to his father. So he was trying to get to where his father was from. 
Right. Right? So when he got there, there was a lot of anger built up in him because he didn't have his dad. And he didn't know how to deal with that anger. Mm -hmm. He didn't have his dad. Tashala had his dad and knew where he was from. And there wasn't any confusion about who he was. You see a parallel? Mm -hmm. When when people don't have, I I fully believe this, right? Just look. I had my dad in my life. My older brother did not be, for other reasons, but my dad wanted to be there, and it just wasn't made possible. Mm. I'm not going to talk down on nobody, but my dad cried a lot from not being able to have a close relationship with my brother. My brother, in and out of jail. Me, never been to jail. Like, there's <laughs> there's a parallel. Mm-hmm. When there's something in you that's missing, you're angry. Right. We can put it back. Black people can be, I get angry at times because I don't know where I'm from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can at least trace yourself back to Puerto Rico from before then. I don't know, right? But you can at least trace yourself back to Puerto Rico. When, and and somebody said something else about, like, the Nazis. When the Nazis were, were killing the Jews, mm-hmm. they took a, an account of what they were doing. So at least we kind of have an idea of how many people die in the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. We have no idea of how many people die in the slave trade at right. all. And and Killmonger says something really dope at the end of the movie. He was like he was like we can, we can we can T'Challa was like we can we can save your life. Like we can, you know. He was like, "Nah, why? So you can lock me up, put me in jail?" No. Uh, he's like, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped off the boats because they knew that death was better than bondage. Right. Boom. That's how it feels to be black all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it feels like in this climate to be black all the time. So when people started telling, oh, this is why Black Panther was important to me, that's when I started getting like, okay, it is a little different. It is a little different feeling. Mm-hmm. It's it's dope to w- let my son watch this. Right. He sees somebody that looks like him. He sees people that look like him. Mm-hmm. And he don't see nobody that don't look like him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um it was uh it was the whole thing. That's why I couldn't disagree with anybody. They were both right. Right. They were both right. Tashala was right. If you give these people this this stuff, they'll they'll do Crazy things with it. Mm-hmm. Killmonger was right. You got all a bunch of people around this 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 world that that look like you that are hurting, and I'm trying to save them all. Right. It was it was both, and I don't know. I, I guess that's the type of energy I'm on mm-hmm. at, at this time. But end of the day, I can't remember why we was talking about this this particular part, but that would help the world a lot if we could figure that out. There's so many angry people in America. And I'm talk about the prison. Right. There's so many angry people in America, and a lot of them are black, right? And the anger comes from ignorance, a lack of knowing, right. a, a lack of knowing self, a lack of understanding the importance that you have. That's why when I see these rappers with the color hair, I get irritated. But then when I see a Jay-Z, you, he gets it. He gets it. 
even Kanye gets it. Because what is it? What is that quote? To be a conscious black person in America is to be angry all the time. You feel crazy. Mm-hmm. You feel crazy. You feel like, did you? Hey, my man, what would you would you mean by that? Like, you feel like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my man, what you mean by that? Nah. Or this one dude, the other day, this white dude, I was wearing my hat, going outside. And he was like, oh, like, you look like that one thug in that one movie. And I was like, I'm trying my best not to be offended by that. And I laughed and I joked because I know he didn't mean nothing by it. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't mean nothing by it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But why do I have to look like the thug from that one movie? Why? <laughs> why? The majority of the movies are... Why can't I look like T'Challa? Why can't I look like a king? Because that's what I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the problem with America. That's the problem. It's not the it's not the guns. It is the people, but it's not the it, if you're not working with the people, you can't just say it's the people. It's not the people. It's the government. You can help us. That's what this is for. Right. That's why Wakanda was such a beautiful nation because they cared about the nation. They cared about everybody in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what America cares about. I don't know what values. Money. Power. I, maybe yeah. Is that a value though? Is money a value? You can burn money. You won't ever have it. Right? Mm-hmm. What is power really? I don't know. But I, I'll tell you this. The world will be a better place. And, and I said it, too. And I, this is the last thing I guess I'll propose before we get out of here. Right? But, like, what ha- what would happen if all, like, all the people of color? Because, frankly, all the people of color in the, on the whole world could go to Africa and fit perfectly. Yeah. What if we just took all our resources and just went to Africa? I think that'd be crazy, though. I think that would be dope. But, but <laughs> that would be dope. But this is the thing. It's the same kind of dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. When T'Challa and Killmonger came together and, and T'Challa, like, without meaning to, was like, nah, you're not my people. And then Killmonger kind of got turned. Like, what you mean? Like, I look, I am. I'm your cousin. I'm your blood. Right. But there's people all around this world that look like you that need help. Mm-hmm. That's the dynamic. Right. Like I don't think they would associate themselves with us, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I just be I don't know. Just the idea of that was dope. But at the end of the day, the movie Black Panther was phenomenal. I loved it. Right. The the undertones were amazing. The overtones were amazing. The the graphics were amazing. But it just opened my eyes a little bit more. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm rested, but you know. I'm I'm awake. I'm, I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm woke, right? But I, cuz I need my rest sometimes, but um I really I really enjoyed the movie. But um, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't know. It'll it'll the the world will be a bit, I think everybody should see it. I think everybody should see it. And and I and I I think you should watch it with no expectations, but I mean, we gave you a couple expectations, but mm-hmm. It's just it was weird to see that many black. It was it was only weird halfway through when I realized, dang, I ain't seen no white people yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> that one dude. Wait, okay. <laughs> My favorite part of the movie when the white dude started talking, and um, they went to the what was it? The tribe of like the the tribe of um like the gorillas or something. Yeah. And the white remember. dude started talking. It was like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like that was so funny. 
Like, we'll kill you and feed you to, to our kids or something like that. Like, nah, we're just playing. We're vegetarians. <laughs> like, the movie was dope, man. It was funny parts. It was yeah. sad parts. It was it was a good movie, man. It was a really good movie. So, um, at the end of the day, how, how do you want to end this? Like, we always end it, right? We always want to leave you guys with some some positivity or some ways <laughs> to live uh, through the next seven days. Um, what would you say? I would say be greater. Be greater? I like that. Um, be great and expect great. Right, mm-hmm. and I would say I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling very royal, so <laughs> I'd say be a king, robe, yeah. be a king, be a queen, be royalty, be royalty because you be be that way is just the same thing as being great. Be mm-hmm. that way, so great things will come to you. Right. If you live like a king, live like a queen, that's not spending a lot of money. That's just is having having a glow and an air about yourself. Yeah, and if you know like what you are or who you are and how great you are, you can exude that. Absolutely, absolutely. And as we always say at the end of every single episode, be, be official. official. We will see you next time. Peace.